Hey mamas, and welcome to the Entering Motherhood podcast. If you're here for this, if you're as pumped up as I am and searching for that fire that you know is deep inside of you, then let's go. Let's uncover what it truly means to enter motherhood. You are a rock star. I believe in you. Let's doula this. Let's crank it up a notch and let's kick it into high gear together. Hello, mamas. It's me again. And in honor of Women's History Month coming to a close, there are a few more topics that I wanted to talk about before March is over. So honestly, the more I dig into history, the further I get sucked down this rabbit hole. And I feel like I am just uncovering so much information that is just largely not talked about. And I want to try to get you all the information that I think is most important and what is really, you know, vital to us understanding our history with women. And so women's health is what I mostly want to focus this episode specifically on. And women's health in general is still way behind, I think, where it needs to be but we have to honor the progress of how far we have come in some aspects. And then in other aspects, I think we have to question why we have mainstreamed many of the practices we do when it comes to women's health and what we're actually doing in regards to women's health and seeing if it is working for us or how we can really improve upon that. And one book I wanted to share with y'all is The Farmer and the Obstetrician, which was introduced to me by a local doula here who's amazing to talk to. And me and her have had just, you know, deep conversations about all things birth and motherhood. And I just absolutely love talking to her. And so Ashley, thank you for this recommendation. And I am basically just going to read the description here in case you are interested in getting this book. And so the description is in his new book. And by new, I just want to say it was published in uh, 2002. So this was actually over 20 years ago now. And it says in his new book, Michael Oden shows how farming and childbirth have been industrialized side by side during the 20th century. With dramatic and disturbing consequences, the similarities are striking. In both cases, innovations have been presented as the long awaited solution to an old problem. The advent of powerful synthetic insecticides has overnight dramatically reduced the cost and increased agricultural productivity. The advent of the modern safe technique of cesarean section has offered serious new reasons to create gigantic obstetrical departments. In both spheres, a small number of skeptics voiced doubts and fears concerning the negative long-term consequences of widespread use of novel, little-tested practices. Although these repeated warnings initially were unheeded, they have motivated the development of alternative, in quotes, approaches and movements. At the turn of the new century, the history of industrialized farming has suddenly speeded up. A collective 
global awareness has been sparked by a series of disasters, particularly mad cow and foot and mouth diseases. Industrialized childbirth has not yet reached the same phase of its history, but the parallels between these two industries suggest that there is more to link to the farmer and the obstetrician than we had all realized. So if this sounds interesting to you, go ahead and check it out. I will leave a link in the show notes to see that book and where you can find it. I found it on Amazon. But basically, history and the progression of industrialized farming, pretty much just the industrialized culture of America is playing a part in women's health, whether we like to believe that or not. And I really want to take time to discuss cesareans and VBACs specifically in a separate episode. So putting that aside, we have to factor in what is occurring in our country as a whole and how it's affecting women's health and how we are really cultivating this experience of pregnancy and birth and the postpartum period and how we are, you know, raising girls to understand what it is to be a woman and the health factors that go into all of the transitions as we are progressing throughout our life. And I think the more that we're understanding, you know, about the changes that are occurring within our body and, you know, I think matrescence is a new word that, you know, shouldn't be a new word, but is something that is becoming more mainstream and more people are knowing. People know puberty and they know menopause and things like that, but the actual process of going through childbirth and everything that that entails, I think is a huge part in women's health that is needed to be more talked about. And specifically with entering motherhood and women's health, I am focusing more on that pregnancy, birth, postpartum time frame, but in general, there is still so much research that needs to be done and so much that we can look at our history in regards to women's health in general and just where this is coming from, going to, and what we're really uncovering about ourselves as women. And I also wanted to mention Postpartum University. I've talked about this in previous episodes, but I am a pro member of this group. And that essentially means that I get access to amazing resources and training sessions. And we just recently had a certification on maternal mental health, which was just extremely eye-opening. And I'll post a link to that as well in the show notes that you can go and check out the main website for Postpartum University and see if that's something that aligns with you. Honestly, if you are a professional in this field, I recommend that you sign up for the membership because of all of the amazing resources that come with it. But if you want to just go to that main website and up at the top where it says podcast, you can go and see her most recent episode and you can um, see that there. If you're listening to this, you know, in real time, it will be there. If not, then search for the real history of postpartum mental health. And it's just an amazing episode. And it actually is a clip from the full certification. So she's just great at sharing information as well. And 
someone that I have learned so much from. Essentially, just a couple things that Miranda points out in this certification was shocking to me that the fact that forced lobotomies were still happening in the 1950s to quote-unquote help cure mental illnesses for women is just unheard of and I think crazy to think that something as extreme or at least like what I think right now would be extreme is lobotomies and to think that that was going on for for women is just overwhelming to me and something that I found real interesting digging into the history of women's health and she goes more into death in this episode and like I said you know I'll I'll link all that down below but essentially they were experimenting and mistreating women because of so many misconceptions and ideas such as demonic possession and witchery came into play. So it was absolutely insane that this kind of stuff was going on, honestly, not that long ago. It hasn't even been a hundred years that some of these procedures and ways of treating women's health were occurring. And, you know, it's this sort of generational trauma and abuse that we're still left experiencing and being broken as a society. So I just want you to take all that in and really just comprehend how our history plays into effect and how generational occurrences can really play into what we're experiencing right now. I mean, insane asylums were going on and isolation was occurring there. And we have to understand that this is a part of us. You know, if you haven't heard what epigenetics is, I highly, you know, recommend looking into that as well. But essentially, it's really just genetic traits that are passed down to us because of things that were occurring in our lives at that time. You know, they're learning that that plays more into effect than we think. You know, even going into postpartum depression, that was starting to become recognized, but treatment for women who had postpartum depression was electroshock therapy and, you know, very heavily medicated protocols. And it wasn't until 1994 that postpartum depression was actually even included in the DSM, which is the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. You know, we're, we're finally coming out of all of this deep culture shift in our system, and we are just starting to discover more about women's health. And I say, honestly, like, it's about time. It's about time that we really took notice to this and we really understood where we're coming from, why we're doing certain practices, what is going on, and have women, you know, take leadership in roles in these fields and voice, you know, what they're going through and voice, like, where we need to see change. Because if we're not, if we're not stepping up and fighting for our rights and wanting to see change, it will continue to go how it is flowing. And 
maybe even down different paths if we allow it. So women's history revolving around health needs more attention overall. And I am just loving the information that keeps on being presented to me. And I had a couple episodes on the podcast before about caring for women in the postpartum period and using cultural influences and really taking that into effect. You can check out Shelly Rahim's episode. That's episode 110 about really kind of going into that and understanding birth story and uncovering that we we touch on a lot of different historical cultural influences and then also Dr. Jody Paluski from episode 116 she hosts the Mommy Brain Revisited podcast and she is honestly doing amazing research and history plays a large part into what we're doing to uncover more information on maternal mental health. So go check that episode out as well. And I am starting another nutrition certification course that really is focusing on prenatal nutrition. I'm already certified in postpartum nutrition, but I'm taking now this certification so that I will be fully certified in the full spectrum of prenatal and postpartum nutrition. I am super excited about that. But you know, the history of women's nutritional information is so important for our health as well, because in the past, values were mostly studied on men. And then they were just adjusted to predict the dietary restrictions for women. And many restrictions that had been placed on women while they were pregnant actually have very little research done because there is just such a lack of information. And this led to pretty much just like the avoidance altogether. Like, hey, we're not sure if that's safe. So we're just going to say that you can't have it. And so... That I've learned a lot about and as far as, you know, what you can eat, what you can't eat, what you should eat, and all of that information that you're usually kind of overwhelmed with. And maybe you are finding yourself, you know, Googling all these things or you're worried about, can I eat this or can I eat that? You know, I will 100% help you with that if that is what you're looking for. I'm hoping to come up with more resources and information that is really easy to obtain and help you if you are one of my birth doula clients or my postpartum doula clients. I definitely take that into consideration and I evaluate that in recipes that I give you and different ways of helping you throughout your motherhood journey. I am super passionate about nutrition and absolutely love geeking out about it. So I have a cousin right now. Um, Shout out Laura. I hope you don't mind that I'm sharing that. And she has been asking me like, hey, I'm out at this restaurant and they have this. Can I eat this? Or, you know, like, hey, like I heard like I'm not supposed to eat this. Can I eat that? And, you know, I want to also start making some more content for this and specifically kind of going into, you know, even more in detail with cesarean and VBACs to give you information that's more geared towards nutrition. So let me know if there is anything you constantly find yourself questioning or Googling or looking at that has to do with nutrition, because I 
honestly love finding out about this information and sharing it with you. It means so much to me that you support this podcast because I get to share more knowledge with you from, you know, all of these courses and trainings and certifications that I'm taking. And I get to relay that information and make it easier for you so that you don't have to spend hours looking up all of this stuff or researching all of this information or taking all of these courses and certifications. Like I am doing that information and I am here to share it with you as often as possible and really just give you some resources. And I have, you know, some free postpartum resources right now on my website. I will also link that below, but I want to be making more of these and allow you to have the information that you truly need to have the best motherhood experience possible. So, you know, again, like, let me know where you feel stuck. Let me know where you would like more information, what you want to know more about, and um, let me spend the hours geeking out and researching over all of this so you can just simply spend your time tapping into this quick episode and getting the knowledge that you are actually looking for. And if you have any book suggestions too, or you know, maybe you bought something you put on yourself and you haven't touched it, but you know it's a good resource, let me know and I will read it, relay it, and get that information out to people that need to know what is going on. And You know, there is so much to uncover as far as the history of women's health, and I hope that you learned something in today's episode. I'm trying to keep them short and sweet and really just something obtainable for you to collect some information, to open up your mind and really think about things differently and think about the generational impact that you have individually because our history is so vast and there is so much going on, but your personal history that you provide for your family, your existence matters so much and it is bringing so much value to you and your children and your potential generations to come. And we have our past generations to thank and really appreciate and look at, you know, where they came from, what they were doing and how we can learn from our past. So happy Women's History Month. See you later, mamas. Thank you, mamas, so much for listening. Remember, you are a rock star. I believe in you. Let's do this. Let's crank it up a notch and let's kick it into high gear together. Hit that subscribe button. Share this episode with a friend. Message me, email me, call me, beat me. You know how to reach me. We're doing this, mamas. I am so excited to catch you here next week. This is your one-stop go-to place for helping you find the resources you need to make the best choices for you and your family during pregnancy, birth, and most importantly, postpartum. See you later, mamas.